this is Dr. Taylor Hartman with Very Best of Living and Kathy Larson's with me on the line. Hi, Taylor. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. I'm excited about today's conversation. Yes. So it was kind of fun because last time we talked about what it meant to really value yourself. And you know, we could have gone on for like four or five of those sessions because you and I both yes. love having fun so much, right? Yes. So we'll, we'll talk about that throughout the other uh, podcasts that we do. But today we get a little more serious, more, more serious about the second step. And the second step is seek truth. Now, this is a really intriguing one for me because I, I live in a world professionally where truth appears to be relative to many other therapists and to many people. And mm-hmm. so today we're going to talk about when is truth relative and when is truth absolute so that you can't say black is white and white is black. Black is black, white is white, right? And there's mm-hmm. other times when it is relative. So I call these the capital T truths and the small T truths. So in life, I find that people that are healthy and most charactered don't mix their capitals and small T's. They, they know which one belongs where. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I, I'd like you to explain where the capital T's come from. Yes. So where does capital T come from? So in nature, uh, it's funny. We humans think we're better than nature. We're smarter than. So we try and, and trump uh, nature. Like, no, no, we can get around nature. Nature is more willing to follow its laws. Like gravity exists. Mm-hmm. You can pretend mm-hmm. it doesn't, but you'll die. So it does exist, right? If right. you don't prepare in the uh, fall for storing food through the winter, you will die. And so there are right. certain truths that you learn about survival that are critical. And every field, biology, mathematics, has those capital T truths that are axioms that hold the, the principles together. In the field of mental health, I struggle because more and more people are not standing by capital T truths. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example of that. So one of the most horrendous kind of experiences you can have in your life is when somebody is raped. There probably isn't a whole lot worse than the stealing of your dignity, the invasiveness of rape in one's life. Right. There are therapists that think it is not correct that people should forgive the rapist. And in doing so, they hold the raped victim hostage far longer than freeing them. But they think they're doing them a service. And they're not. And if I am a very unhealthy, angry, bitter person, I now cling to what the therapist is telling me I don't have to do. And it's tragic because now you've got somebody who a wrong was done to them and they carry the wrong on themselves. They perpetuate the lie. And that's a very hard lesson for people in mental health to accept. But I will guarantee you, nobody is happier not forgiving. It does not exist. It cannot exist, but it doesn't make it easy to forgive. So I'll literally have somebody walk into my office and we're talking about this and I'll walk over and I will hit them in the arm and they'll go, what was that for? I said, do you not know that you did something wrong? They're like, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm sitting here. I'm talking with you. I'm listening. I'm trying to get better. And you hit me. I said, exactly. That's called life. You do nothing to encourage it. 
nothing to get it done, and life hits you. At that point, you can either decide to let me own you or you can take back your power. It's your call. Which one are you going to do? And some people say, I don't know. I'll think about it. And some people will say, well, I'm not giving you any more power. You've already done some damage. I'm not giving you anything else to get to do. And it's amazing to me to see how quickly people either rally towards freedom and moving on, or if they stay yeah. stuck and bitter. All right. So there's an example of a capital T truth that I even have peers that would fight me about. They would disagree with. But I know they must realize that by me refusing to forgive, I am still then hostage. Does that make sense? So can you do me a favor? Can you can you define just for this conversation, forgiveness means what to you? Like I absolve that person from the wrongdoing. I let go of the energy. I, you know, what is forgiveness to you? Forgiveness is saying, I no longer hold the ill grudge towards you. I am free of what you did to me. In fact, some will say, in fact, I've embraced it to learn. I've moved forward in a way I would never have before. But you no longer have that power. I free you. I let you go. Now you, oh, that's so good. And people need to understand, I'm not saying, for example, if you're involved with somebody who's doing damage to you, that you stay in the relationship. Right. I don't want that to happen. That makes no sense right. at all, right? So absolutely not. Right. I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you give, you give them no more power. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about this woman that literally was raped when she was like young and she could not enjoy sex with her husband at 60. For all those years, she carried this anger and resentment such that it even got in the way of her intimacy with her husband. And all I kept saying to her is what, I can't tell you what was done to you is fair, but I can tell you what you're doing to yourself and your husband is not. That I can tell you. And then you can choose to embrace and grow or not. That's really on you, not on me. Is that where where you continue to choose to step into victim? Yes. It's like you make a choice to step out of victim yes. with forgiveness? Great insight. Absolutely. And then some okay. people in victim will resent you for calling them a victim. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's not me calling you a victim. You're choosing to embrace <laughs> victimhood. Don't make this about me yeah. now. Yeah. So, yeah. and it, it, it just sad. There's people that want to play small in life. They want to go small. Yeah. So everything that happens to them, which is not necessarily fair, gives them a reason to stay small, gives them a reason to go inward instead of outward. And I think it's very, very critical. You start thinking about what are capital T truths. For example, I'll tell you a capital T truth is agency. Agency, people have the right to pursue happiness and relationships and it breaks my heart the millions of people that experience earth life without agency. They're never given the chance. I've told this story. It breaks my heart. This Chinese man who was in his 80s, after I lectured in San Diego, he stopped me in the hallway with tears in his eyes. He said, I will never know who I was born to be. And I said, what? what? He goes, we were all raised to be read. That's all we had a choice to be in my home. Ugh. Now, obviously, he wasn't red or he wouldn't have been crying. It wouldn't have bothered him. Right. But what right. he was telling me was I have been incongruent my entire life because I didn't have the agency to seek the truth about myself. And, it's, you know, it's kind of a fun one because, I, I mean, agency is a big one for me. You can relate to this because as yellows, freedom 
is a huge element to us. Like we love freedom. Yep. And yep. I'll work with blues. I don't think really anyone is a better caretaker than blue. I mean, they really right. will put themselves last to make others successful. That's who they are. And yet, almost every blue parent I've ever known has said, I really believed in agency until I had teenage kids. <laughs> and now I don't believe in it so much. Now I think they should do what I tell them to do because they would be happier. And I'm like, I yes. get that, but they don't choose it. Well, they should. <laughs> yes. Okay, so here we go. So then that ties to love. So is love tied then to when somebody does what you want them to do? Or is it tied to you love them regardless of their choices, right? Agency is a very big, when I've seen clients, for example, they have their agency not to do what I'm saying. And by the way, I also have my agency to stop seeing them. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to know you have the freedom to make those choices in your life, especially when you can own the consequences. Like you can actually say, you know what? I chose that and that's the price I'm going to pay for it. That's what I'm going to do. So that's another capital well, and when you're, truth. Yeah. And when you're talking about the construct of the color code, it's like, I can see why the blues with their, these beautiful hearts and the fact that they want to love and be loved, accept and be accepted to, you know, to be entwined and have intimacy is, you know, is, is so, it's so hard to do this because it is a, Sometimes it gets so weird. It's like, you know, when, when, when I'm not doing what you want me to do that you withhold, yes, right? Yes. So there's this, that's that, that, you know, as that starts working and you're talking about this free agency and how to let your kids really find their free agency without judgment or without withdrawing any kind of support or love. Yes. That's, that's a very charactered step. Not to withhold the love or be punitive because they don't choose to act the way you wish that they would do. In fact, it's kind of funny. I've, I've uh, worked with people that they think the word free agency gives too much of a pass. So they just call it agency. It's never free. There's always consequences. And I'm like, fine. You're absolutely. I mean, I'm with you. I get it. There are consequences. But they're making a point. Their point is no, 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 nope. And it's funny. Uh, this raises a point for me. I think one of the best pillars of a charactered person is someone who gives what they don't need. And that really speaks volumes. For example, there are red personalities that don't need kindness, but they are kind. And that to me is a charactered red, right? Well, in this sense, yes. a charactered blue who is obedient. They don't need free agency. They're happy to do what they're told to do. They feel better in that right. structure, actually. So if they're charactered, they will give agency to another, even though they don't require it themselves. That's a good example. Oh, wow. That's so good. And, and I, I think it's hard to do for all of us, by the way. Every one of us, there's things that we do not need that if we want to be charactered, we have to do. We have to show up. We have to be kind. We have to be compassionate. We have to be honest. We have to be direct. There's so many things. But don't think that, oh, well, they'd be easy to be that color because they don't have a problem with that. No, no. All of us do, right? So those are like capital T truths that really, honestly, Kat, they, they make or break your life. That's, that's at the end of the day, right? They're going to make or break your life. Um, and and I, I'm kind of surprised how many people fight against it. I'm also rather yes. disappointed at how many people in my field don't get it. Like they, they will make it okay 
for a capital T truth to become a small T truth, which means then it is relative. Okay. Do you have a list of capital T truths somewhere? <laughs> um, no, I, there's some in the book. I wrote about that in the book for sure. Yeah. But I, but I, in my, in my, my heart, my mind, I know them. Yes. I know yes. what they are. And that's interesting. You say that because I, you evolve to where you kind of know them. And by the way, it really is frustrating when I see somebody who is putting on me a capital truth that is not a capital T. It's not at all, but you're making it be one. And that's limiting for you. Don't put that on me. Can you give me an example of somebody like what, what would be, what's a common one people do like that? Is well, there something that comes to your mind? Well, I, I was thinking of racism. Like there were many people that believed it was better for blacks to be slaves. Yes. And they put that on people saying, I'm taking care of them. I'm nurturing them. I'm, I'm giving them a place to live and to eat. I mean, they really did put that as a capital T truth on others as well. And it's yes, not. Yes, that's so good, Taylor. You know? And, it's, and, and yeah. there's, there's always damage when you make a capital T truth. I mean, when you make a small T truth into a capital T truth. Whenever you're trying to make your truth mine, that's a problem. And it's going to come back to bite you. And it'll, it'll bite me too if I buy it, if I believe it. Right, 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 right. So that's an example of that. Um, and so there's, good. There's just so, and, and this also ties to our next one we're going to talk about next time, which is motive. So typically, you'll always find capital T truths are rooted in clean motives. They're not dirty motives at all. So that's right. another kind of criteria I use to determine that. And then I think it's kind of a great challenge for our listeners to think through so what are the capital T truths I was raised with that I was taught that have made a difference in my life? I thought about this one day. I was thinking about reading, Kat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a basic gift of being able to travel so far in life, understand things, contracts you're signing, read books about places you'll never travel. I mean, so many options reading offers you. And how grateful I am that my parents, they imposed education as one of the truths of our family. That's what you're going to do. Yes. And I, I, and I know there are people that they resent that. They're like, well, it's not a capital T truth. I don't want to be educated. Not that way anyway, formally. I want to be free to choose my own path. So it really is a small T truth, right? But being educated right. is not. So you can argue that what, is, what does it mean to be educated, right? But Educated, being, right. Being educated is a capital T truth. It enhances the quality of your life experience, just knowing. Although, as I say that, I realize that mental health is actually harder on those who are aware than those that don't know what's happening. (laughs) So maybe being educated makes it harder in a way because you actually see what's happening in the world and you're more aware of those kind of things than if you don't know. But I think we would all agree that it's better to know and be able to do something about it than not be aware it's happening. Well, I mean, we get so we get so um, narrow with our 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 definitions anyway, and that education is like you said, is it's you know, I mean, we've gotten to where it's 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 getting ridiculous. Where you know, my value is tied to a number on a on a piece of paper, <laughs> you know, and people not seeing past that because they don't trust themselves to look at a person um, as a and whole. Say as a whole, yeah, yeah, you're right. As a whole. Right. Like I'm putting everything that you are, yep. you know, an engineer at the top of your class right. that's had this job, da, 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 right. da. you know, but what about these other pieces? What yes. about your, what about your character? The things that we're talking about right now? Right. 
or, or just basic you know, skills um, of navigating life, you know, just exactly paying bills and showing up at appointments and all sorts of other things that go with it. Cleanly, uh, hygiene, uh, diet. Hi- yes. And, uh, so yeah, many that aspects. Education. That's education. <laughs> I mean, right? that is education in my mind. That very much so. Yes. And by the way, that again yeah. goes to the other truth that the healthiest people in my mind, most charactered are always open to learn something more. Always. Well, first oh, of all, we're, we're always learning, right? So if you're stuck right. thinking, no, I was taught this in fifth grade, that's all I'm going to believe, then you're limited, I think. So being open to educating yourself, I mean, I'm much more interested in what I eat today than I ever was for the first 60 years of my life, really. I'm much more interested today. And I wish I had been er- earlier interested, but I wasn't. But that doesn't mean I shouldn't mm-hmm. be now. So it's, it's kind of cool to see that happen. I don't, I, I take offense when people want to be liked, so they make a, a capital T truth into a small t truth. They make it relative, but it's mostly because they want to be liked and they're afraid you won't like them if they hold the ground. And, and, and I don't, oh, I mean, there's, there's yes. <laughs> we can go so many places with this. I, I, I just, we can. oh my gosh. It's, and probably we'll have a lot more comments from, from listeners. I guess what I would say to the listeners is please do this. When you react, feel what you're feeling, feel what's happening. I talked to a client yesterday and this guy loves his wife to death, but in no way has he loved his wife to life. And it is amazing. When he sat here, I said, okay, so how long do you want to sell me on you? Tell me when you're done so I can then teach you how to make your relationship work. As soon as you're ready for that, let me know. Well, I'm not selling myself. You have talked for 15 minutes about why you are the best husband and all the service you have given to your wife, which by the way, she told you, I don't want to be served like that. I want to be touched. I want you to care about me that way. And he said, but I didn't grow up touching. I said, I get it. (laughs) No one said you were supposed to be good at it. All I'm saying is stop selling me on how you serve her and love her when she's repeatedly said to you, all I wanted was to be noticed, just touched. And it's interesting how so many of us get caught up in our own minds, making small T truths into capital T truths. He said to me, she should appreciate all I have done to take care of her all these years. I said, well, clearly she doesn't. So now you can either choose to find a different vehicle to connect with her or you can move on. No, I want my wife. Okay, then want her as she wants to be wanted. Stop making it all about you. It's always about you. Everything. I just, it's so fascinating to me where people can't see how they limit themselves from being charactered by making their small T truths into capital T truths for everybody around them. That's the frustration. So what do you think, what do you think he was, I mean, just for, just for this with the small T truth, that's his fear of being wrong if he's a red. Right. Of yeah. not doing it perfect if he's a blue. Right. I mean, right? right. Okay. Right. Fear of losing her, right? Fear of, Got oh, it. How, how could I, I mean, I said to him, you always have to be right, don't you? Like, you really do think you're right most of the time. And I said, I'm not even upset about it. I'm just telling you, you are one of those people that likes to be right. He goes, well, mm-hmm. I do my homework. And I said, I am not asking you to defend yourself. I'm telling you that I get that you'd like to be right. And I think you probably are right most of the time. I'm fine with that. But why can't you not even acknowledge that that's true about you? 
He goes, well, I, I think it's, it's negative the way you're saying it. I said, only if you choose to see it that way. I'm just yes. trying to teach you that that is who you are. That's how you come across. That has been a problem for your wife. So if you want your wife, here's what you got to do. And it's just, it's, I mean. Well, it, just, it blows your mind because at the end of it, the end of the day, his wife's not going to go, my gosh, I love him so much because he's no, right. Never, <laughs> never. And, and here's the part that I, I mean, I, I just, it breaks my heart because he's a good person, but he's yeah. so limited in understanding others because it's always about him. Everything's about him. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think a lot of us don't realize how we get stuck in that kind of mindset where we justify all that we do because it's really about us, not about them. So what homework were you going to say for, for our listeners? Because I want to do it. What homework are we doing for seeking truth? What do you think is the best first couple of steps? Well, I think it's really, really good for people to identify the five or 10 things in their life that have been most damaging, that hurt okay. them the most. It's best if they can say when, like what age they were and what happened. And then what did you learn from it? And then give me the five or 10 things that have been the most positive in your life, the best life experiences. And what I know listeners will discover is that almost always it's like highs and lows. Like you'll have a really, really bad scenario. And then literally in three years, it's, it's the top. Something very, very good happened. And then you're at the top and then it drops down, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very important to kind of identify what has happened to me in my life and how did it impact me? Like how, what, what difference has it made for who I am and how I am? I think that's very, very important for people to do. And then I also okay. like the idea of, like you asked me, what are my list of capital teachers? I, I, I don't know. I know them. I know them. I know when they're crossed. I know when I cross them. And I also always want to be open to learning more about them and small T truths. Now we've got to talk about the small T's for just a minute because we don't have as much time. Yes. But the small yes, yes. T truths are that I love to play tennis. When we played tennis in Cota de Casa where we lived, I'll never forget this. This neighbor came over and said, don't you love it when you mow your lawn and it looks perfect? And I said, are you, are you drinking something? Are you seriously? <laughs> he says, oh no, you know what I mean, right? I said, no, I have not a clue what you mean. He goes, no, seriously, when you mow your, I said, first of all, I don't mow my lawn. I pay someone to do that because I'm going to play tennis is what I'm doing. And he looked at me like this, his eyes were like glassy. And he said, oh my gosh, it's the best thing in the world, Taylor. I said, for you, for you, it is the best thing. For me, it's hitting a tennis ball. And that's how it was at that time. And it was really kind of yes. funny. I realized that he was trying to make a small T truth, a capital T truth. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. So don't impose on others what is your truth as though it should be their truth also. That, that's when right. you get into trouble. I think. Yes. So if somebody yeah. wants to study, you know, science and you're like, well, that's a waste of your time. That's now you're doing it again. You're saying yes. what you think is more important than what they're thinking. Right. So think about the small T truths in your life and do they really fulfill you? This ties back, by the way, to valuing yourself. Do you see that? Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Like you have to have, you have to get that value of self pretty solid so these truths can present themselves in a good way, right? Yes, that's a great point because there are capital T truths that you may not want to embrace. 
And you're going to go, yep. well, if I really like myself, I should just do them anyway. And I'm like, no, yes. no, 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 no. Those are small T-trues. Go do those. That's fine. Yes. But not at the expense of capital T-trues. Things that are- Right. Yeah, universally. Yeah. So that's- Yeah. So small T, but the small T are th- their passions, their interests, their desires. There's nothing wrong with that. Like when somebody wants to go to the Antarctica, that's magic. And they come home and tell me how incredible it was. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean I want to go to Antarctica, but I- love that for them, it was one of those great moments. So I think people are listeners ought to think about what are the things that make me happy? What I've discovered, by the way, Kat, is the more I'm true to my truth, I don't mess in your lane. Go do whatever, it's fine. But the more I'm not really healthy, all of a sudden I'm spending all my life in someone else's truth, not my own, right? Yes. I remember this man came one time, oh my gosh, I've never forgotten this, probably 25 years ago. He goes, I'm really sorry for you. I said, well, okay, well, he's sorry for me. He's blue. He says, because of this large home you have and so much property. I said, okay, <laughs> so you're sorry because why? Well, because it would be hard for you to give it up. I said, okay, so look at me. Do you think for one second I could not leave this tomorrow and be, be totally fine? It doesn't do a thing to define me at all. He's like, that can't be. I said, it can't be for you, but it certainly is for me. It's not a problem at all. So he was trying to put on me, right? Something that was not accurate. So you got to know what you are and who you are and stop making somebody else have to be the same thing. That doesn't work. That goes back to the agency. Piece, oh, right. Guys, that's so good. So yeah, important. So, all right. So we're going to focus on big T truths. And then I really do think it's like you said, you don't, you don't leave, you don't leave step one, you're actually integrating everything as we go along. I love, I just love that. Cause I think people get into that. Like we talked last time. It's like, okay, I did step one. Yes. Now I'm ready. I find myself doing this with, um, with this character path, which is there are times when I have to take a month and go back and I don't know if no fix myself sounds right, but it's like value. Like I'll, something will happen and it will shake my confidence. And then I'm like, oh crap. Right. You know, and then I, I have to go back to, to, to that That's value tough. of self and what's going on and how can my stomach hurts? And 100%. How come, why is, yeah. So, but that's so the I magic it's all, of the character yes. life. And you also notice yes. that the more character you become, the easier it is for you to go back. You're not as threatened by it. It's still yeah, important. It's quicker it. actually. It is fat. It is. And I don't mean like, like, um, I can hurry up and get through it, but it's like, ah, awareness. Right. Okay. Right. Doing that stupid thing. It doesn't stop it from happening though, Taylor. No, I know. No, it doesn't stop it, but you're more humble and able to receive it, which is what's critical. Yeah. And I think that's what our listeners need to understand. Don't beat yourself up for it. That's part of life. Right. But you will get better and you'll have more tools to deal with it. So. Right. We got to quit for today. It's been wonderful as always. Um, Listeners, we appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for your questions and your comments. And we look forward to seeing you next week. It's been great, Kathy. Have a good one. You too, Taylor. Bye-bye. Hey, Color Code family. It's Kathy Larson. I want you to take down a number. I want you to put this in your contact list under the people code. The number is 385-526-2350. Again, 385-526-2350. 
text the word VIP to that number, and you'll get back from us a request for your name and your email. That way we'll be in touch with you on anything that's happening at the People Code, any offerings, exciting things that are coming up, and you can let us know what your needs are by texting us at that number. Look forward to staying connected even more. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.